0: Welcome to the Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches, fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of friends. I'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's do the damn thing. All right, guys, so I am really excited for today's episode as always, because as you know, we are big, big proponents of systems and all things productivity and just doing things to make our day more streamlined, more efficient, our businesses, our personalized, all of it. So today we're actually gonna be covering my top tips for productivity. So now a quick disclaimer, is just because something works for me does not mean it will work for you, right? I just want to go ahead and set that expectation up front. Make this your own, right? Just because I'm saying this is working for us, make it your own, make it a hybrid, kind of pick and choose. Just like opinions, right? Like some people have, you know, conflicting or different opinions about things, but we always want to be open to how other people think and listen to their opinion and we get to decide like of that what do we want to extract for ourselves? And that's what I want to make sure that I say for this episode is take what works for you. Take what works best for your business. It's all about finding the tools and the tips that help you stay productive. And I hope that you'll be able to find at least one tip in here that can work for you and your business. And if you do, send us a DM on Instagram, let us know what tip works for you. If it's changed or pivoted your business in a drastic way, I'd love to hear about it. But before I really do touch on those tips, I want to make sure to talk about one of the big things that I've really learned about productivity since the beginning of my business. And that's really that there is a difference between being productive and being busy, right? It's really, really easy to get caught up in checking tasks off your to-do list, but we need to make sure that we're spending the time in our business on tasks that are our priority and that are actually pushing the needle forward. So it's gonna be about being mindful of the time that we spend just being busy, right? And making sure that we're actually being productive with the time that we have. So sometimes I'll have days where I have the most massive to-do lists and I'll check through all of my lists And I'll still not feel like I had really accomplished anything. Or as I'm checking things off, I'm continuing to add things to my list at the end of the day. So my list just gets longer and longer and longer. And so that's really where these tips for productivity are really going to come into play. So by finding the things that help you stay productive, you're going to be able to get out of that just being busy to be busy state. And I will say, you know, now that I've had my first child, I'm working with a much more limited schedule. And I'm also discovering that because of that, I am am even more productive and efficient with my time because I do have such a limited amount of time to get things done or accomplished in my business. And I think that's really been contributing to how efficient I've been lately as well. So tip number one that I'm going to go ahead and start talking about is planning your days. It's really, really pretty basic, right? It's simple, but you know, now for some people, this can be a rigid structure of time blocking or it can be a little bit looser. So time blocking is really the practice of planning out every moment of our day, you know, from a week at a glance, right? So there's two different types of time blocking. We have themed days and we have task batching. So task batching, for example, is something like, I will focus on answering all of my emails at 9 a.m. every day, and then focus on writing content every day at 10 a.m. Themed days are more so gonna be, I'm gonna focus on admin work on Tuesdays, I'm going to focus on marketing tasks on Thursdays, maybe. Mondays are your CEO day or your meeting day. I personally like to do a bit of a hybrid of the two where I have a themed day with recurring tasks like checking email built into that. But honestly, that has changed for me since having my baby. So like I mentioned, um, I'm definitely more productive with my time (laughs) than I had been previously. And it's changed, right? Like my original intention was to come back from my maternity leave um, November 1st. I had my child September 21st of 2021 and i was like, okay i'm gonna come back after you know about eight weeks six to eight weeks and when that time rolled around i was like wow i am definitely not ready to come back at the capacity that i needed to be able to just feel um like i could be present in my day to day for work and so you know we really restructured things in the back end in terms of how i was going to be showing up we did things like cutting down our weekly team meetings to monthly meetings and then i would have my team members send over slack update at the end of the week just so i could have a pulse of what was going on and if there was anything um that really needed my eyes on it specifically and then my intention was okay i'll just make myself available throughout the day as i can you know maybe when luca is napping and things of that nature but What happened is I felt myself trying to spread myself too thin because whenever I would lay my son down for a nap, you know, I had the option, okay, do I pick up around the house? Do I eat a meal? Do I take a nap? Because I'm not sleeping, you know, completely through the night right now. Do I work on my business? And I was getting spread really thin because I didn't have any type of structure or schedule separating personal and business. And so what I ended up doing was actually making Wednesdays my dedicated work days. And so I was very fortunate fortunate in the fact that my husband was able to adjust his schedule so that on Wednesdays he was able to take Luca um, and they're having like a boy's day so to speak so he takes Luca on Wednesdays so that I can have the day to sit down and get some of the big bulk of my work done so whether it's recording podcast episodes or taking discovery calls with my clients or meetings with my team it's just my all in work days. And then what I've done is I've set boundaries around my time on Monday, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. So I have limited myself to. AM and PM Slack check-ins and click-up check-ins. And then my team obviously is very aware of my schedule. And so they've built their to-dos kind of around when knowing I'm going to be available and also knowing that when I'm doing my check-in. So if there are things that they have questions about that they know that they need to have those questions submitted by a certain time period of that day, right? Because they know, hey, she's either going to check in this morning or this evening. And if they need a response from me before the next day that they would need to get it in. So that as I'm reviewing things in the evening, that they can get that response from me. So I think the big thing to take away from this is too is to make sure that you are willing to, you know, reevaluate your schedule and and be flexible and be aware if and when it's not working, right? That's the thing too is just because you may spend a bunch of time building this beautifully time-blocked calendar, it doesn't always mean it's going to work. And I think it's just our due diligence to ourselves and our business to make sure that what we are doing is actually serving us and not just doing it because it's what we've always done or we've become complacent, just making sure that we're evaluating just like we would any system or process in our business that our schedule is working for us. And, you know, I'm sure at some point in time I'll have to evolve this schedule, you know, as my son grows, I'm sure there is going to have to be a change as well in my schedule again. And that's okay. And that's why, you know, we have built our businesses, It's either to allow us those freedoms to make those changes. And thankfully I have been able to do that. And it has definitely been an amazing blessing in my life in order to be able to spend more time and be present with my son. And so I'll just go to kind of say, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to heavily time block your day. Planning your days to help you be proactive instead of reactive is the goal. So if you go into the workday without a plan, you're likely going to react to every email, Slack message, click up notification, et cetera, like kind of how I just mentioned I felt like I was being spread too thin. I didn't have a lot of structure. And so, at least having some type of structure to your day is going to be helpful so that whenever you're constantly in reactive mode, you're just doing the things that need to be done, you know, quick and fast, instead of spending time on big projects that could be something that continue to help grow and scale your business and move you forward. So, remember, time blocking is completely optional. I found that time blocking works for me in some instances when I use it as a guide versus something super strict and rigid. And while you want to loosely plan out your day, you also need to leave room for the unexpected. So, don't jam pack your day to the point where you have no room to spend more time on your project or handle maybe urgent tasks that pop up, sometimes things don't go as planned and that's totally okay. But having at least that loose structure um, around your day is is so, so important to staying efficient. So that leads me into tip number two, which is schedule time off schedule breaks for yourself. It may sound super counterproductive to say that if you want to be more productive, then you need to take time off, but it's so so true. It's, and it's so important to take the time off because it's going to avoid overwhelm, right? I'll give you a real life example for myself. Um, there was a point in time in my business that I was super overloaded. I was doing everything myself. This was before I really had a team. I was saying yes to every opportunity that came across the table. I burnt myself out. I wasn't producing my normal quality work and I was not taking any time off. And I got to a really, really bad point where I was just miserable. And it was so ironic because I had left my job to avoid feeling this way. And then I had just got myself right back into that situation. And so plan time off, right? Whether it's in an afternoon, a whole day, a whole week, whatever that is, you need time to recharge so you can do your best work. You know, as the saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup. Tired people produce tired work. Like I was a very good example of that. Like my quality of work suffered as hard as it is for me to say that because I am very type A and I'm a perfectionist and I always want to give, you know, a hundred and ten percent in everything that i do my quality work suffered and you know i'm sure that was evident to my clients that i had at the time you know this was three or so years ago but it was hard and it was hard for me to accept that and you know, what I ended up doing is I finally planned a vacation and it was really, really hard for me to do that. I, I remember I got off a call. I had hired um, Tatiana O'Hara. I was in the process of reorganizing my business and my team and hiring. And I had got off a call with her where I was just getting ready to, and she said, you're going to get off this call and you're going to book your vacation. You are going to book your flight. And that's what I did. (laughs) I literally booked my flight. I took a week almost completely off work. Um, My now husband and I flew out to Colorado. We went hiking. I disconnected and it was amazing and nothing in my business crashed down and burned. And so it's just really important for you to take some time for yourself so that you can have those refresh moments because we do get in this sometimes mindset of why am I doing this? I'm so burnt out. It'd be so much easier if I just had a regular like normal easy nine to five. And then you disconnect from your business for a little bit and take a break and then you kind of find your why again. And it's also important even to schedule breaks for a lunch like to just get up from your desk and walk around for a bit before recording this podcast I just went and I sat outside in the sun and I just let my brain take a break because I needed to step away from the computer for a little bit so don't force yourself to sit at your desk you know there's been days where I realized I'm just wasting my time because I'm sitting at my desk trying to be productive when I don't have the energy to be productive and it's producing karate work right and if you find yourself lacking the energy to work on your tasks and projects go take a break come back to it later you'll thank yourself you'll do better work you'll be more productive It's okay if you have to come back if it's outside of your regular working hours, right? Don't put yourself within those constraints. You know, sometimes in the afternoon, I know that my afternoon time for me is a little bit more of my slower time. And I'll talk about this in my next tip, but be aware of that, right? And just make sure to give yourself a little grace and say, hey, if I need to come back and work on this after dinner, that's fine. Um, which leads me to tip number three, which is pinpointing your productive times and your most unproductive times. So this was really helpful for me is knowing when you are productive and unproductive can change the game for your productivity in general. So this changes maybe throughout your life. So make sure you listen to your body, listen to what's going on in your life and know when it's time to change things up, as I mentioned before, but you know some people are more productive in the morning and others are more productive later in the day. Work with your body, not against it. So if you know that you start to get tired in the middle of the day, then plan tasks that don't require a lot of energy or headspace to go on a walk or do something non-work related during that time. Sometimes just getting up and moving our bodies helps us to boost our energy and be more productive. And then plan your big tasks that need more brain space in the time when you are most productive. Tasks that need a lot of time, energy, strategy, etc. So for example, for myself, I know that I am the most productive first thing in the morning when I sit down at my desk. Then I know that I also hit kind of a lag in the afternoon. My husband always makes fun of me because typically every time I eat, so if I stop to eat lunch, I definitely go into like a food coma state (laughs) Um, and he always knows, okay, you know, it's time for going to take a nap. I always get tired after I have a meal and so I know that in the afternoon, it's not my best time to do my big picture thinking or my big picture work. It's either time for me to take a break for a minute or just crank out some of those admin tasks tasks that don't really require like a lot of strategic thinking and then I get like a second wind in the early evening where I feel refreshed to dive back in so just be aware of that that wasn't always how it was for me um and I've obviously tweaked and, and changed that as time has gone but that's definitely something that you want to be aware of, you know, as you're kind of working through these productive and non-productive times. Hey there, quick interruption. I wanted to share with you guys all about my course, Elevate, the coach approach to elevated systems. As a business coach, your focus is on your clients, right? But what happens when messy systems are causing you overwhelm and inability to focus on the big picture? That's where we come in. Elevate provides you the strategy and tools to implement scalable systems in your business without the overwhelm. We've created a course that contains a clear cut and concise path for coaches to follow, to elevate their systems as their business grows with 10 modules of content, live Q and A's, guest expert trainings, and access to a supportive community for six months. Your business will go from overwhelmed and over it to organized and killing it. All you have to do is go to the course link below in the show notes and sign up. It's as easy as that. We have to get back to the show now, but I can't wait to see you guys in the course. And then tip number four is we want to prioritize our tasks and projects. I think this is another big thing, also that I've been more aware of as my my schedule has changed. But prioritizing your tasks is super important to managing your productivity. So so often we really want to do the easiest and quickest tasks first to just get them out of the way and checked off our to-do list, but that can easily turn into spending the whole day on tasks that aren't urgent when you could have knocked out an urgent project or something that's going to move your business forward. So I've actually included in the show notes a download of what's called a prioritization matrix in the show notes to help you understand this more visually because it might be a little bit hard to explain um, in this audio. So I did include that visual for you guys, but a great way to help you tasks is to think of them in a grid or a matrix right so let's just kind of picture in your mind you have a square and it's divided into four squares right kind of like a box with a, a cross in the middle so you're going to have high urgency high importance tasks that are your do it now tasks in one square then you're going to have low urgency and high importance which is your do it next tasks then you have high urgency and low importance, which is do it last. And then you're gonna have low urgency, low importance, which I like to say is do it never, because not every task that you're doing in your business is necessary right it's also making sure that we're looking at our tasks and our projects and saying is this serving my business anymore it's also important to set realistic deadlines for projects and to not overload yourself with too many projects at once and if you have a team have them prioritize their tasks too so you can have all hands on deck if you need to complete a large project so if things are starting to feel overwhelming for you in your business take a step back and reprioritize sometimes something that feels super urgent can actually get pushed back. And if you're having a hard time figuring out which projects to prioritize in your business, Ask a team member to give your opinion if you have a team. Get a second set of eyes on it and just maybe it's like a brain dump together as far as like what you feel is going to move the needle forward the most in your business and focus on that. Get everything out on paper. That's what I like to do when I'm starting to feel overwhelmed. I grab post-it notes, honestly, and I'll put a project on each post-it note and I'll try to kind of place them in order of, okay, what is going to be the most important? Sometimes it just helps me to see it visually. And then the last tip is set boundaries around your time and communicate it to your team and clients, right? Boundaries are super, super crucial as an online business owner. And I think one of the things that I struggled with the most in this space, it's so easy to feel like everyone needs an immediate response, right? But if you set those boundaries around communication, people will be understanding of it and it will empower them to set boundaries too. You know, I have a client that I've been working with for, man, over two years now. And obviously, since I've had my child, my boundaries and my time and my availability has changed a lot, but it has been so refreshing because she has seen those things and she has seen me implementing those boundaries and she messages me on a consistent basis and she always says you're inspiring me to set more boundaries for myself and my business and for me you know that is so meaningful not just because she respects and understands the boundary but it's also encouraging somebody else to take care of themselves right and it is really really so important and setting boundaries around things like Maybe it's setting times to log off for the day. You know, especially when we're working from home, it can easily stretch into working hours outside of normal nine to five, but try to set your hours and stick to them. And it's okay to work outside of your hours, but make sure if you are working outside of your hours that it's intentional It's not something that you're doing on a consistent basis just because you have to make sure to have a little you time right and then you want to make sure that you're setting specific times for your working hours so this can include things like setting times to check your email or your slack messages communicating your working hours or working days to your clients and team communicating response times to clients and team things of that nature I honestly do that up front when I'm on a discovery call with a client I let them know like hey just as a general housekeeping I just wanted to update you these are the days that the team is available we're online from this time to this time we respond within this amount of time so before they ever sign on with us as a client they are aware of those expectations up front before we get started together so they're not blindsided and we've communicated that up front so if that's not something that they're okay with that they're aware before they, you know, sign on with us. And I think that really, really helps. We have not had any pushback with that, fortunately. So that is definitely something I would recommend doing. And then I would also make sure to set boundaries around the method of communication with your team and clients. So We're all about consolidated communication. And we talk about this a lot in terms of where you're having conversations. So some examples are, you know, maybe your team communicates solely in Slack, and then obviously ClickUp if it's project related. And then maybe you communicate with your clients only in a ClickUp dashboard or in HoneyBook if it's related to their invoice, but set those specific places to have communication. You know, you don't want, you know, a Facebook message and then an Instagram DM and then a Voxer message and communication become scattered and all over the place and it's really hard for you to work efficiently as a team especially if you're trying to delegate if communication is everywhere so that's definitely i recommend setting one to two places tops about anything systems and productivity as you all know so in order to keep look forward to seeing you guys on Dreamlined So and if you have questions like i said just shoot us a dm meetings this has been a game changer for us as well but having meetings sporadically scheduled throughout every day doesn't allow for focus time so if you're bouncing from meetings to tasks to meetings and that really breaks up your day and makes it harder to get back in the groove of whatever task you're working on. So think about having meetings on specific days or block a meeting for specific hours every day. So for me, obviously my Wednesdays are my work days. So I have certain times on Wednesdays that I will have meetings and I will only have up to a certain amount. So I believe it's nobody can book, I think more than two or three calls with me on Wednesdays so that I'm also able to have time to actually get work done. I made that mistake when I first came back from maternity leave. I was like, okay, open up my Wednesdays for calls. And then I was in back-to- back calls all day long and then I had no time to actually get work done so um, again this is something where you need to pay attention like is this working is this not and if it's not make the change and like I said boundaries are just really such an important piece of your productivity and it can be difficult to set but it just takes some practice and willingness to communicate so that really wraps up you know my top tips for productivity but just remember it's all about finding what works best for you and being willing to experiment with different things to find what works best. And if you want to chat about it, um, or about any you know tips that we have or productivity, what's worked best for us, or just want to brainstorm, we'd love to talk to you. You can hop into our free mighty networks community. Um, we'll link it in the show notes or send us a DM on Instagram. Um, we're always happy to help support you guys in any way that we can. And I love chatting with you guys, um, about anything systems and productivity, as you all know. So we look forward to seeing you guys on the next, week's episode and if you have questions like i said just shoot us a dm thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the elevate effect podcast if you liked what you heard share the episode with your best friend team member or even your dog if you have a minute leave a review below or dm me on instagram to let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next thanks again and i can't wait to see you next week